We are here in Logomo in Turku in a seminar called Scaling Up, which is about licensing in creative industries. I have here Brandon Marsh sitting right next to me from Creative Mobile. Moi moi. <laughs> moi moi, Brandon. Nice to have you here. You're representing the Estonian game industry. Please tell about your role there and what you're doing nowadays. Ooh, okay. <laughs> That's a very heavy responsibility. Um, I work for a company called Creative Mobile. I'm a creative manager there, uh, very creative of me. Um, and I deal mostly with marketing in a very large sense of the word. I uh, also am teaching at many of the universities and colleges in various types of game development courses for mm -hmm. as well. I'm a volunteer with IGDA Estonia helping whenever they need somebody, you know, need a hand with stuff. Okay, so you're very well connected in, in Estonian level, at least. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you could say that. That's great. Please, of course, coming from the Nordic countries, tell us why did you end up in Estonia from Canada? Oh, man, that's a long story. And it's a love story in a oh. way. But um, yeah, I, I ended up um, moving to Estonia and uh, was lucky enough to get a job at Creative Mobile. And since then, uh, things have really taken off. Um, I mean, the, the industry itself is growing, and people in Estonia are realizing that the game industry is a viable business opportunity. So even the projects we're working at, Creative Mobile, have been just growing mm -hmm. in size and scale and ambition, I would say. Mm -hmm. Earlier today you made a presentation about your cooperation with Hollywood-based brands like X-Files, which is huge. Congrats mm -hmm. for that. <laughs> Can you tell us how it is to cooperate from from Estonia in an Estonian company with American brands or American Hollywood-owned brands and, and, and those ones that are globally known? Mm -hmm. Do you have some kind of benefit being in Estonia or is it merely a hindrance or in a lot of ways Los Angeles and Hollywood is on a whole other planet compared mm. to Tallinn Estonia but this is the 21st century we are so interconnected and especially in Estonia where we have very good internet connection and e-services the reality is that you could develop and promote a game anywhere on the planet that you have an internet connection. Mm. But the infrastructure and the crossroads that we sit on in Estonia, I mean, we are neighbors to Helsinki and Stockholm, I mean, two of the biggest centers for mobile game development. We're also uh, very close to St. Petersburg and Moscow, again, huge uh, game development centers and I mean we're very close to um, UK, Germany and we're also not so far from North America in the sense that I have a, a Skype conversation um, at the end of my day when my partners in the US are just starting their day mm -hmm. so I mean it's not impossible to do but as I talked about earlier today there there are issues I mean with long-distance communication in in any sort of relationship and game development uh, based relationships with Hollywood or China is no different I mean once you 
talk to them in person or you sit down and really understand each other it's a recipe for success but at the same time those those long distance relationships really take a lot of work to maintain but you need kind of same kind of drive and motivation to cooperate in order to keep the good vibe in the communication and cooperation as well yeah absolutely and it's uh, a matter of both sides you know uh, coming together and sharing the same vision the same goals mm. and really understanding what each side needs mm -hmm. because um, I mean so often dealing with um, these kind of long-distance um, productions is um, the administration might be in the US and they need to communicate things to executives and and people who aren't maybe familiar with the game industry at all because they come from some other entertainment background so they understand the entertainment industry mm -hmm. you need to frame it in that context that they can approach and like oh, okay so uh, a game this game is going to be like that but there's subtle differences that need to be met or i mean even the instances of having relationships with uh, platforms or um, services I mean in Hollywood or Silicon Valley you kind of just know the guy who you need to talk mm. to at Apple or Google and you just make a phone call or an email mm. but say in the Nordics they're not just down the road from you mm -hmm. uh, you have to know a specific person who knows or works for them in the regional representation mm -hmm. so it's uh, a bit of a different game in some regards mm. sure but all in all would you encourage Estonian or Finnish game companies to approach these major brand owners in Los Angeles and Hollywood to try and start cooperating yeah, absolutely. I mean, um, in a sense, we've already seen the f some results. Uh, we were talking earlier that, mm. I mean, for such a long period of time, IP franchise-based games were terrible. Mm. I mean, they were an afterthought that, okay, let's just, we'll put your characters in a game and we'll mm. ship it out by Christmas. <laughs> and that was sort of the business model. I mean, that's the whole story with the E.T. Atari thing. Mm -hmm. um, but nowadays, it's becoming more and more refined, and actually games as an industry is overtaking the film and music industry. So we're sort of becoming the larger um, potential than mm. vice versa. Mm -hmm. So now we're seeing movies being made about games or mm. movies being made about products mm -hmm. rather than games being made about movies. Mm -hmm. So. Yeah, I think there's always going to be room for this collaboration and opportunities to make it happen. Mm -hmm. But, you know, the quality has to be there and the connection between the actual IP or the brand and how the game performs. Mm -hmm. there, there needs to be continuity there. Yeah. I think that's most important because the fans want that same experience that they saw or heard in, in the film or the book or the mm -hmm. music and they want to then take it to the interactive level in the game and if it's done well it's really cool mm -hmm. if it's not done well then I mean we've seen many ex examples of that not being done well.
Mm -hmm. And I guess it's, you know, that's the question in all content production. As a sustainability comes from quality. Absolutely. Yeah. So uh, as a last question, how do you see the future of the Estonian game industry? How far in the future do you want to uh, go? Let's say three, five years, maybe. Oh, Is okay. that too long? Ah, <laughs> I have some projects that will be okay. out by then. But. <laughs> yeah. I think what we're seeing right now, and actually I was just talking with my, uh, my colleague at IGDA, is we have a whole group of students, one of the first crops of game dev students, like young indie mm -hmm. game devs coming up into the industry. Mm -hmm. And this is really exciting for us because we've been working hard to create all the supports, the education, and the opportunities for young people to get into the industry because we need that talent. Mm -hmm. I mean, in Finland, we've seen how it works, mm -hmm. where you foster the talent, and then they are ready to get into the studios. Mm -hmm. I would even say, Finnish students, come to Estonia, you will get way farther ahead than you <laughs> will in Finland. I will, you know, headhunt you personally. <laughs> but um, honestly, um, so the young people, this is really exciting. The scale of everything is just getting bigger and people are, are recognizing that this can be done. People are delivering quality products now, so they're mm -hmm. getting a good reputation. Mm -hmm. The infrastructure is coming together and I mean, we're trying to base it off the, the Finnish or Nordic model of you know a cooperation amongst studios because mm -hmm. even though we're competing in the same space, the knowledge is very important because I mean, if you look how, say, Finnish studios have really pivoted to cooperation with Asian studios, mm -hmm. and especially in the Chinese market and stuff, we're not at that same place yet where, I mean, the, the Chinese are not banging on the doors of, of talent game studios mm -hmm. yet, but we see what's going on and we're like, you know, the cousins down the road, you know, so there's this big convergence of eastern and western markets mm -hmm. that are now intertwining and there's so many subtleties between say eastern game development and western game mm -hmm. development and that's gonna fuse together and it's just gonna get weird and crazy and fun and uh, one thing that stuck with me actually was that Tim Sweeney gave a talk in Helsinki mm -hmm. recently and he said that for Fortnite they don't care about other games. Their competition is Netflix because it's they're such a behemoth that other leisure time activities are the competition and that the game itself no longer matters. It's a backdrop because you're hanging out with your friends in the game, you're socializing around the game, YouTube content producers, streamers, you're watching them because they're funny, they, you become part of this friend group online, and it's an entertainment where the game just happens to be there and it's the background element. I mean, it's like when I used to play Dungeons and Dragons with our friends. Mm. Dungeons and Dragons was sort of the purpose to get us all together, but the reason, real reason was you want to hang out with your friends. Mm -hmm. And this is the same thing, only just online mm. and in a massive scale. 
So you see that the next Eastern, Western, fusion, content, game-based experience comes from Tallinn, right? <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, why not? Let's, let's keep our thumbs up. Thank you, Brandon. Thank you very much. For this chat. Cheers. Thanks. Cheers.